Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Troy Kozlowski calling from the Browns headquarters of Cleveland, Ohio, and you are listening to the Dogs Podcast. Dog check, wolf, wolf. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. We're here in the studio at the, the butt crack at dawn today. What we do for you guys to put out this quality content. Uh, if you'd like to get an intro on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, click leave voicemail. Uh, thankfully, Troy sent us one. We're looking for more. Uh, that was a good job by you, Troy. So thank you. Thanks for checking this out. Uh, remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to hit the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you don't mind. Helps us out a lot. Um, some exciting news for today. We're officially launching our Patreon page. Uh, so by becoming a member of our Patreon, you'll have access to special content not available anywhere else. We're going to kind of... We're going to keep it loose. It's going to be a lot more laid back. It's going to be fun. You know, we might get in. It's going to be Browns related, obviously, but it's just going to kind of be just going to be fun, extra stuff for you guys to check out. Join the dogs.com. Is that what it is? Yep. So join the dogs.com to become a, a member of the Patreon for the guy who already joined. We got content coming <laughs> to you this week. We promise. Uh, that's why we're launching it. Somebody joined by out of nowhere. <laughs> and we're like, well, we better start putting stuff on it. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, go check that out. Join the dog. What is it? Join the dogs.com. Join the dogs.com. It's so new. I don't even know the website yet. <laughs> so go check that out. Uh, lastly, remember, head to the dogspodcast.com slash schedule to cast your votes on what games you think the Browns will win this year. Uh, go game by game. Say whether we're going to win or lose. How are we looking over there? We're looking like I got to pull up the sheet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think we went from uh, 14 and three to a 15 and two now or something. Yeah, and we, we're still at 15 and two. We got a lot more, a lot more entries this week, but the fans just keep rolling it in. Fifteen and two. It's pretty awesome. That we're getting so much feedback on this, so keep it up, guys. Uh, the more data we get, the better it'll be. You know, when we break it all down, uh, come closer to the season. So the dogspodcast dot com slash schedule. And I will say the, the fans have us going fifteen and two, but we're right now we're dangerously close to being sixteen and one. Really? Yes. I'm not well, the Ravens game creeping or the Chiefs game. The Chiefs game is creeping. More people are starting to say, you know what? I think we're going to win that game. I'm loving mm. it, Browns Nation. I, I'm loving it. I, know. I would be cool with just two losses. Two <laughs> I, losses. I, would I mean, we life. went I'd be 14 good and four. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. Yeah. If we win. Just get us in the playoffs. Again. That's yeah. 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 I'm, I'm right. fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no. So, yeah. Keep, keep that up. We're appreciating all the feedback. So, Father's Day is just around the corner. Uh, you probably need it in my birthday. So. You know, you guys, uh, Father's Day is around the corner. <laughs> we you know probably you need want. a gift for a hairy dad. Make your dad proud this year and get him, him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at manscaped.com. 
Manscaped's the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and just launched their lawnmower 4.0. Imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says your balls will thank you on the box. My dad might kick my ass if I did that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. How's the lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers, including the 3.0? Well, this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It's a great feature if you guys like to do a lot of traveling. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Uh, you can shave in the dark. No. Live dangerously, I guess. They got <laughs> the skin-safe technology, so it's not really dangerous. Uh, Lawnmower 4.0 allows you to customize your trim with additional guard length sizes 1 through 4. It's got wireless charging. It's waterproof. It's pretty much the best thing for your balls on the market right now. So give them a, give them a look. Uh, they got boxers, T-shirts, cologne. They got everything you could ever want to be a, a good-looking, smelly man. And Father's Day is next weekend, right? So... Don't uh don't hesitate here. I know I don't know if the listeners are like me or if you guys are like me. I'm not the best at getting gifts. I kind of wait till the last minute, and then I'm like, oh crap, that's tomorrow. Oh, I'm so a, I'm, I'm the best at that. If you're out there, <laughs> if you're thinking right now, what am I going to get my dad, my uncle, my brother, my whatever, you know? Yeah, Manscaped. Use the code Dogs. Yeah, that's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Dogs D A W G S. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls this year. Show your original <laughs> home some love with Manscaped. Love that. <laughs> They're sending us some good stuff. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. We're really picking up our Manscaped game. Uh so we're gonna dive right into this episode. We wanted to start with any Browns news that popped up. I know you guys were talking about a little bit of stuff before we got going. What do we got? So the first thing I had was just a note that the Browns announced they're going to be doing joint practices with the New York Giants in August during training camp. So that's exciting. Um, one step closer to a more traditional regular offseason. Yep. Yeah. This is stuff that they've done before with teams that they're going to, you know, they're going to play in the preseason. So they'll practice with that team the days leading up to the game. And then they have their glorified scrimmage. So let's just hope there's no fights like the Freddie era right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, no injuries. But, no, that, I think whenever you're in training camp, it's nice to be able to hit somebody else that's not your own team. So I think the players enjoy that. And kind of, you know, and the, the Giants, you know, might be a quarterback away from being good, if yep. you know. So good way to test where we're at. Yeah, and the thing, you know, going against your own squad in, in training camp and practice and stuff, it's more simulation than it is actual, like, practice practice but when it's another team it, it, it goes beyond that simulation aspect because the other team doesn't know what you're doing they don't know your plays they don't it's not like a walkthrough type situation you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i I'm, I'm happy about it so i know we also had what pff graded a couple of our our units yep yeah we got some grades out so the cleveland browns secondary is ranked number three in the league by P uh, pro football focus who are we behind so number one is the Denver Broncos, and number two, the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, but they're good. You know what I mean? I'm, we're not sitting here saying the Ravens are you know a crap team. We just say that their quarterback kind of sucks. <laughs> he's <laughs> right. still a great athlete, and they you can win games. Sucks. They can win. Games I say he's not him. a good thrower. I don't <laughs> say that he sucks. I, okay, I'm sorry. Their their quarterback sucks. Their running back who plays quarterback is pretty darn good. <laughs> oh my, pretty darn good. Most explosive running back in the league. I'll Absolutely. Give you that. So, 
Um, yeah, they, no. uh, they also had uh, some of the other rankings out as well. Uh, Kevin Stefanski came in at seventh as head coach going into the season. Who's who's above him? Oh, Andy Reid. Um, Andy Reid was number one. Okay. Andy Reid won, John Harbaugh two, <clears throat> two, Matt LaFleur three, who might, LaFleur? He might drop. He might drop. Uh, Sean McDermott in Buffalo at four, Sean Payton five, Belichick six, Stefanski seven. Okay. The only one I'd, I'd maybe say is LaFleur. I mean, yeah, the guy's won, been he's his won a lot record of that he's got, but he's also, I mean, you inherited yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And pretty, I mean. And how's that going? Aaron Rodgers year? might not, he might be mad about all the offensive talent around him, but they're kind of loaded. I don't know what he's all butthurt about. I think it's just his deal. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And for Stefanski, I mean, it could have been, I think he could have been lower, honestly. He, he did it for one year. Let's let's see. Right, you know, he's still. He's, uh, the yeah, guys for, are ahead of him, and he, they've been doing it for three, four I mean, Belichick's been doing it for my whole life, so. Right. You know, it's not bad. I think that's a nice spot to come in. Yeah. Um, linebackers were uh, ranked as well. Uh, Browns came in at 27th. I, I thought, you know, I mean, it, that's probably kind of, I mean, we were almost dead last last yeah. year. I think, it, and, you know, kind of reading in here, they said, you know, it's all kind of going to be based on what JOK does and what he gives them. Sure, and it's hard to the other The other guys that they got right now, you look at Malcolm Smith, Anthony Walker, Mac Wilson, none of those guys are great cover guys. So hopefully that's what um, JOK is going to give us. I think Phillips has a lot to do yeah. with that. If Phillips comes out and plays really well, I think with Anthony Walker, we know what we're getting. We're getting a high tackle guy. It's uh, almost like a Dequell Jackson type linebacker. So, I mean, if Phillips comes out and he shows a lot of promise, I feel like that bumps that grade way up. Yeah, and then you got um, D-line and offensive line were both ranked. D-line came in at 11th Okay, for our D-line, which not bad. I mean, not bad. You, I mean, obviously, if Clowney gives us what he was four or five years ago, I think that we'll – Soar up that list, or if we uh, resign Sheldon Richardson. Yeah, because right now it's looking, um, it's looking like Jordan Elliott's going to get a lot of playing time. You know, he's still young, but he showed kind of some glimpses last year that he could be something. Um, and then you got Billings that's coming back. We're waiting to see what we get from him. So defensive line, you know, be interesting to see. Offensive line, of course, Browns number one overall. Offensive line. <clears throat> I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I mean, overall, yep. too, if you look, if we're number three secondary, number 11 D line. So, in the linebackers, you know, we're at 27, but we had the potential to jump up into the, you know, into the top 20. I would say if JOK plays well, Phillips matures and plays really well. I mean, that's a pretty well rounded team. Yeah, definitely. And then they've got the uh, running back unit. The Browns are ranked number one. So we're the number one line and the number one running back unit. That's a pretty good yeah. combination. So, so this is interesting. They say that Kareem Hunt is tied for number two. He's second in missed tackles forced per rushing attempt at .23. And the only person ahead of him is Nick Chubb, who's <laughs> .25. So we've got the top two guys in missed tackles forced per rushing attempt. That's, that's what I was, I was arguing with somebody on YouTube this week about um, Derrick Henry being ranked so high above Nick Chubb, and they were talking about how good. And I said Nick Chubb leads him in every category except for yards. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. he, and he gets way more carries. carries. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? He, 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 
They said he's uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, which we didn't get into this, came out. Didn't you have Nick Chubb in his top five? Maybe we'll talk about this a little bit after. Maybe this will be another thing to talk about, but because we got something, we got other stuff we want to talk about. But Ladanian Tomlinson didn't have Nick Chubb in his top five. If you want to know what I think about that, well, <laughs> check out our Patreon page because I'm not very happy about that. <laughs> and I want to get into it now, but we got a lot to get, to get into. And we're on kind of a, a short time limit here. Um, but yeah, so don't, don't give me that crap YouTube comments in Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah. And then the only other thing Browns news-wise that I saw was third preseason game will be played on Sunday night football this year. So is- only three preseason games. We kind of talked about that. So interesting to see, you know, what the strategy is. Normally that's the se- that's the game where you see a lot of the starters working together from both teams, you know, both sides of the ball. So be interesting this year to see if we do that or if it's a little more tentative and say, ah, we'll just maybe play one series and that's it. Hopefully we get a quarter. We do have a defense that needs to gel. We play the Chiefs week one. So I'd like to see at least the defense out there getting a little bit of work. I'm always scared in the preseason, though. you got to walk that line between getting us work and not getting us injured. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's you got to walk that line. It's on the coaching staff to kind of figure that out. Yeah, I want to see the offense get out there and just get into a rhythm mm-hmm. and then get, them get out. off. Get yep. off. Yep. Especially Odell. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> didn't even play any games last year in the preseason. So. Right. I think either way, we'll be fine. Yeah. That team came together all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that kind of wraps up Browns news. Uh, I One more thing I know, I think most of our draft picks have signed, but Newsom just signed a new agent. So I don't think he's signed yet. He's He went with Drew Rosenhaus. So yep. Big who knows, money. Who knows what's going to happen there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when we sign him out after his rookie deal, it'll be uh, crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah. So we keep an eye on that. So, uh, you know, we, we said last week we were going to have an interview lined up. Psych, we're, uh, <laughs> that's coming, we promise. Uh, so what we decided to do is uh, we didn't make this up on the fly. We actually had a little bit of time to plan this. We're going to do some keep cup trade. We did this at a, as a preseason episode last year. A lot of people seem to enjoy it. We had a lot of fun with it. So basically, this is kind of like a play on, uh, what was it? What's it called? Like, Bang, Mary, Mary, kill. <laughs> so it's like, uh, <laughs> so it's like, keep cut trade. All the men know what we're talking about. Yeah. All the women are like, what Trey game, what, love, yeah. Love <laughs> what game are you speaking of? Yeah. What is that game? I've never well, heard of that. Like, yeah. Hey, they played it on the office. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so this is keep cut trade. So we got three guys that we're going to lay out and you got to keep one, cut one, trade one. And we're just going to kind of go around. So this, the uh, first group of guys we came up with, these are guys who are, um, you know, we're going to have contract debates about after this season. So you got to keep one, cut one, trade one with Baker, Chubb, or Ward. So our 2018 picks. Yeah. So I know I know what I'm doing. Well, why don't you tell us? So obviously you have to keep Baker because he's, if you think Baker's the guy, like I think he's the guy, you, you can't get rid of a franchise quarterback. We just saw what our franchise is like without one for the last 20 years. And then so do you cut – Chubb, or do you trade him? I think you have to cut Chubb because you're going to get more for a premier corner on the open market. And so that leaves you trading Ward, and then you cut Chubb. And it sucks because I'm also all in on we're going to re-sign Nick Chubb, but in this scenario, he's just the odd guy out. Yeah, that's what's that's what's interesting about this whole debate, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of – we want a lot of feedback on YouTube on how you would prioritize these players, but in this situation, you can only keep one. you got to cut one and trade one. And I don't even have to say what I'm going to do because you just said exactly what I had written out here. 
So yeah. I, I, same same theory, same logic. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep your quarterback. Nick Chubb, you know, if you cut him right now with who we got roster, you still have Kareem Hunt. Um, and then, like you said, Denzel Ward is, I think, at least top eight corner in the league, and you're going to get something good back for him. So, uh, yeah, completely agree on that one, which yeah. I hate to do with you. but I hate, yeah, I hate that too. All yeah. right. Well, that one went a little bit. I was expecting <laughs> a little bit of feet, a little bit of fighting because I did Chubb's too when I wrote up, that. Yeah. I was like, I put the the cut next to Chubb. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to take some crap for this. Here, as I much as it, you know, we, and we're going to talk about this um, because Josh's stance on whether we should re-sign Nick Chubb or not is awful. But uh, <laughs> you know, but in this scenario, I think that I mean that's what you have to do, especially if you're looking at our roster as a whole. I mean, like Zach said, we still have Kareem Hunt. I think you have to do it, but it's crazy because Nick Chubb is probably the heart of that team. I think he's yeah. probably the most well-liked and well-respected player on that team. I, I, I would agree. I would agree across with Across all 53 guys. So let us know what you guys think there. I know there's a lot of Nick Chubb lovers out there. In I'm that well, guy. Yeah, and in that, I mean, I think that it, obviously your who you keep is down to Baker or Nick Chubb there in that scenario of which one you want to keep and... We've seen what it was like not having a quarterback in Cleveland yeah. for so long that if you were to get rid of Baker and roll with somebody else out there, you don't even know what you're going to get. Yeah. You Nick know? Chubb could throw the ball like Baker Mayfield, and I'd say, hey, Nick Chubb, you're our <laughs> right. guy. <laughs> right. We're franchising that. If we're doing it. Right. No, I get it. I'm, I'm very okay with it. Wow, look at that. We all agreed on that one. All agree on that one. All right. So we'll go ahead and move right into the next one then. So we're going to do our rookies that we just drafted this year. So you Newsom, JOK, or Schwartz? Do you guys want me to start this one off? Yeah, go do ahead. It. Yeah. Okay. So for this one, I think you have to cut Schwartz because he's a project. I think you have to trade JOK and then you keep Newsom. I think that's my – those are my, my picks. Okay. Yeah. I am – I'm good with you on cutting Schwartz because like okay. you said – that's kind of a depth piece project type yep. deal. Yep. I'm I'm flipped though. I'm trading Newsom because you're going to get more, I think, for a, a potential top tier corner. But I think we need JOK on our defense. So that's why I put the keep next to JOK. I just don't think we respect linebackers like at all. Yeah, but yeah. the way He's I look a, at it, there's, there's one yeah. guy in this division I'm afraid of, and it's the guy who plays quarterback for the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not afraid of him throwing on us. I'm afraid of him running all over us. Yep. And we haven't been able to figure that out yet in his career. So JOK, in my opinion, is the guy to kind of help with that. So I agree. I think you, you cut Schwartz, you trade Newsom, and then you, I think you got to keep JOK. I mean, he's he's arguably the steal, going to be the steal of the draft. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Justin here. I'm going to cut Schwartz. Keep uh, Newsome and get rid of JOK um, and trade him away. Just because I think Newsome, I think here in a few years, he's going to have to be our Denzel Ward. I don't know if we're going to give Denzel more money next time his deal's up. Uh, so we're going to have to fill that void of being able to fill that spot. Because Denzel's going to want big money, and now – you're going to have a lot of depth and a lot of other guys you're going to pay. Denzel might be a casualty that you're not able to You think afford. next year? I don't know if it'll be next year, you but they might not sign contract? him. Yeah, okay. They might not sign him to like a huge like five, six-year deal for him to stick around. Yeah, I, know I could mean. see him signing like a two- or three-year deal, and then maybe even he might be gone before then. No way. 
I, st- I, I don't know how you could say no way. What if he's hurt all of the next two years? Okay, yes. If he's hurt all of the next two years, yes. Okay, so what are the chances he's but hurt the next if, two if years? If he's not hurt and he, he's healthy, there's no way he's not on the Browns team. I, 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 premier lockdown corner is one of the biggest commodities in the league. When they're able to be on the field. And his chances of being on the field are literally like 50-50 every game that you're like, oh, maybe Denzel's <laughs> going to play, maybe he's not. You, that, that is the problem with Denzel Wars because when he's on the field, you're right, top of the league. But it's always. And I'm uh, just saying, if you look and you and and you look at what the Browns did in this draft, they're literally they're drafting another player who's supposed to adapt and be like a Denzel Ward. You don't see many teams that have two shut down lockdown corners on their team. So maybe this is Andrew Barry's way of saying, "Hey, if things don't work out, you know, in the coming seasons with Denzel, we're gonna have to let him go." This, no, Newsom is. If it doesn't work out with Greedy, we're gonna have to let him go. Denzel not being on the team, I don't even think is an option. I think I think the Newsom thing is just a, it's that it right now it's that depth piece that is potential to replace either one because I I think you got injury concerns with Greedy and Denzel. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe this season Greedy comes out and plays you know all seventeen games and looks like a stud, and Denzel misses half the season. I don't know. We it's so hard to say right now. But to me, I mean, the Newsom thing says he doesn't trust the Browns. Don't trust Greedy's shoulder. Less than greedy trust, greedy shoulder. Yeah, hearing a lot of reports out of camp that things aren't looking, you know, he's not out there and just playing free, a little timid, you know, a little bit worrisome about, I mean, greedy, I think, came out and said that he's got to learn to trust his shoulder again when he's going up and making tackles, which you can't, you can't play like that. With. I was going to say, I mean, this, you know, you kind of have to tackle. It's tackle football, so. Right, yeah, for now. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know they're getting and, further and further away from yeah. it, but and for your point with JOK, Ronnie Harrison kind of is that guy. He's a spy kind of safety, and mm. for the ball, hold on. For the Texans game, they locked down Deshaun Watson because of him. He didn't get to play that game against Baltimore. That second game, once he was so, I mean, I'd like to see what he brings to the table if we play that game, and he's there because I don't think that. Like I understand what you're saying with JOK, but. I'd like to see Ronnie Harrison do what he was supposed to do, like how he did with Texans. So you think you think JOK long term's bigger asset than Newsom? I just think we already have two. Is I'm I'm assuming that everybody's playing and healthy. We already have two top corners, and, I, and that's that's where I because I I said keep JOK as well. Yeah. Um, we and already, it, it comes down to the. He's not just like this linebacker. He can fill that role, but he can cover. He can play like a hybrid safety linebacker role. Spy Lamar, you know. There's other guys we got to we got to be able to spy. I think Josh Allen, to be Patrick safety. Mahomes. I think he he is like scheme specific. You have to like he's too who's too small to play safety. Jay, okay, bro, he's a linebacker. How's he too small to play safety? Uh, he's two hundred twenty pounds. I don't know, man. He, if anything, he's too small to play linebacker. Right. I don't know. Is he? Well, I mean, how, how fast is he? Is he going to be able to keep up with? Bro, he's like 4'4 four, four guy. Oh, okay. All right, so on, on, <laughs> we'll this, on this one, we're split. And if anybody out there watching wants to keep Schwartz, don't, don't comment. <laughs> <laughs> and who yeah, knows? Keeping Schwartz. Yeah, Schwartz <laughs> and I end up being real, real good. I just don't think right now. Right. Today. Yeah. So we're going to move into this is a, some of the key compliment pieces for on our team. So you, it's between Clowney, Kareem Hunt, or in Ronnie Harrison Jr. So this one is a little tough. Yeah. So because these are all pieces that 
like it says, key comp- compliments. So their complement is able to do more things because of these players. Nick Chubb is able to, you know, do, be, be healthy longer and, and do things more because he's got Hunt to back him up. Miles Garrett can rush the passer and get after it because Clowney's on the other side. And Harrison is that key depth piece in that safety rotation that, I mean, we, we need that. So uh, this one, I can kind of, does somebody else want to go first? Me and Justin are going first. <laughs> Josh, you go first oh, on this geez. one. I did, this is the one I, I wasn't sure about. <laughs> I, the, it's more, the one I'm the not more sure I about think it, about it, too, I'm like, oh. I can make arguments for like yeah. a bunch yeah. of different scenarios here. So I'm right. definitely, I'm going to say right now, I'm not going to cut. All right, this, this kind of sucks, but I'm going to cut Kareem Hunt. That's going to be my cut because we've got Nick Chubb. We do have whatnot Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, Felton. I mean, there's running back, especially with the number one ranked offensive line, you can kind of rotate running back in behind Nick Chubb. We'll be all right. I'm going to mm, – this is so tough, but I'm going to trade Ronnie Harrison. I'm going to keep Clowney because I think that's the key component to getting Miles Garrett free to go after the quarterback. I'm, I'm with you. That's what, that's what okay, cool. Say. All right, on the fly. Got it. Yeah, I'm going to go – I'm, uh, I'm going to keep Kareem Hunt. Around, I'm gonna keep him around. I'm trading Clowney and I'm cutting Harrison. Um, now, obviously, in doing this, I'm kind of thinking, you know, down the line of what we're going to have as a Browns roster. Of okay, say you had to make this decision. Yeah, I don't think that you're able to keep Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt forever. Um, so I think that you got to keep them around and then make that decision down the road. So I'd keep Kareem Hunt right now because I think what he does for Nick Chubb. And being able to ha- give us that other boost, have that fresh guy later in the season is going to be important. Um, Clowney, I'm trading him because I think you can probably you might get something for him. I don't know. I almost cut Clowney because I didn't know <laughs> if you'd probably get anything for him. If you're just listening, um, Blake is emphatically shaking his head. No, yeah, nothing. And then uh, <laughs> Ronnie Harrison, I would just cut. I don't think I, I like Ronnie Harrison yeah. too. I mean, this is obviously if you had to get rid of any of these guys. I wouldn't want to get rid of any of them right now. So you, you got to cut Hunt because we have Nick Chubb. And you have to keep Clowney because the same reason that Josh said about playing opposite Miles and also like with the same reason I wanted to keep JOK, it's about stopping the run. And he's a huge run stopper. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Clowney for me too was last year we saw what happened when there was not that other piece or pieces across from Miles and it was just kind of him. Yeah. It didn't look good. No. It didn't work. So, and then you trade Ronnie Harrison because... We have depth. Exactly. You got John Johnson. You got JOK. They brought in LeCount. I mean, you know, there's there's bodies to fill. Yep. And you're gonna probably going to get the mo- Out of all three of these players, you probably get the most for him. Okay, so uh, back to why I would get rid of Clowney and not keep him is, how great was the Titans' defense last year when they signed Jadavion Clowney to play for him? I mean... They weren't very good, yeah, and he was there. And he was one of their guys. Th- yeah, well, he doesn't need to be one of our main guys, right? I He's just uh, a role piece, a role playing piece on this team. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to see what we get for Clowney, but I'm not thinking we're going to get Clowney, who's going to be a superstar. You know, I'm hoping that that's the case, and that's the guy we're going to get. But that ha- hasn't been who he's been the last two seasons he's played. In the I don't NFL. even. Here's the thing, though: is Clowney doesn't even need to get a lot of sacks for the Browns. He needs to continue to be that like ninety eight percent run stopper. Yeah, I just think I I would rather have and eat double teams. I'd rather have Kareem Hunt on my team if I had to pick going from last year's. Se- I mean, thinking about what our team was last year, I think Kareem Hunt was very or more valuable to our offense than 
what I think Clowney is going to give us this year. Justin, did you chime in on this one yet? No, and I, honestly, I don't know what the hell I would even do here. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. My well, thing, that's the whole point in this thing so is you the, don't want to lose any yeah. of these players, so it's tough. The more I think about it, like – Clowney, I'm not sure about. Hunt, I get what Zach's saying as a piece. I think you have to let Harrison go because, I mean, we traded for him last year. What did we get, a fifth-round pick for him? Something like that. Uh, you're probably going <clears> to <throat> yeah. get more than a fifth-round pick for Clowney or Hunt, right? No way. You don't think for Hunt? You don't, you're not getting a fifth-round for Hunt? Maybe. Hey, I don't Maybe know, he's a running back, and you're not, you're, you're not getting anything know. for Clowney. Yeah, well, and my thing, too, is, like, last year, we had Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon stepped up when Miles Garrett was out. I, it wasn't like there was this huge gashing hole on that side of the line. Like, you could say Olivier Vernon outplayed Miles Garrett the second half of the season when Miles Garrett wasn't in there. Yes. We've made that argument. So, I don't think that... But the whole thing with my argument with cl- keeping Clowney is not for him to outplay Miles. It's no, for him to no. open up the window for Miles. Yes. Nobody... Clowney's like the third most double team player in the league. Even though he wasn't doing anything supposedly the last two years, he still double teamed more than every player except for two. Yeah, and this and this category was called key component or compliments. So you got to keep in mind it's who is more important to their compliment. Is it Clowney to I just Garrett Hunt to Chubb or Harrison to the safety? Court? I think it's hard for us to say that Clowney's going to be this big compliment when we don't even know what. We don't know what we're going to get. We know what we're getting with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. We, we've seen that. Yeah, that's kind of that, that, that yeah, my thought good. process. Here's my thought process. What's more important, though, a starting defensive end or a backup running back? I mean, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. I mean, I mean, even if Kareem Hunt's awesome, he's on the field 15 plays a game. So... In, in Harrison, Clowney might not I be think on the Harrison, 15 plays a game. <laughs> if, if, if history, you know. Can, and Ronnie Harrison Jr., we traded him for him. We got a fifth-round pick, but then he played at almost a Pro Bowl level. Yeah. So I, you're going to be able to get – I think you'd get more than a fifth round for Ronnie Harrison. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I think I mean, at least asking price, you could start at a third. Yeah. And then – and again, there's no trade market for Clowney. None. The, he was literally free – and nobody wanted him, and yeah, that's, that's why fair. he's on the Browns. Nobody's going to give you anything for him. There's zero trade market for Jadavion Clown. And that that doesn't – I think that speaks a lot to where he perceives his value to be versus what the league values him at, right? I mean, he thinks he's worth a higher you know, dollar amount than what teams do. So That's fair. All right, YouTube, you got to chime in on this one because it's yeah. this Leave is us tough. voicemails. Leave us voicemails, too. Yeah, we'd love to play some voicemails next week, and, and go ahead and rip us if you want to. I don't care. Yeah. So we'll move on here. This is Pivotal Spots. So we got Baker, Miles Garrett, or JJ3. John Johnson the third. Mm-hmm. The new safety. So it's your turn to go first here, Zach. What? I mean, if, um, I think that even though I think I got to keep Baker – even with Miles being the other guy here in the scenario, um, I'm definitely probably I'm trading Miles Garrett because you're going to get good value out of him, and hopefully you're getting somebody that can sort of replace that position or fill that need. Obviously, it's going to be nowhere close, but if it's draft picks and you know a guy that can fill the void until you can develop somebody, um, and then I'm just I'm probably cutting JJ three. Uh, because I think you got to keep Baker. We we've talked about it that you got to have the quarterback that's 
your guy that, you know, that you can trust and you don't have to worry about really him controlling a game or any, you know, you got to have a winner at the quarterback position. And I think that if you cut Baker, I mean, we got Case Keenum that would fill that role right now. And I, I just, I wouldn't want to go down that road at all. So I would, I would definitely keep Baker. I'm trading miles and I'm cutting JJ three. I'm completely cool with that. Yeah. I think the trade market, how we, I just said there's none for Clowney. If you were to throw miles Garrett up on the trade market, the, whatever you want. Yep, yep. It would be, I mean, what did, what did the Raiders get for Khalil Mack? Three first. Did it, was it three first? Pretty sure. And I mean, you, you'd be getting a haul yeah. for miles Garrett. So, it would suck to get rid of him, but I mean, you might get, you're going to get a lot in return. A yeah. Lot. And that was a good breakdown, Zach. I agree. Okay. Uh, that's, that's my order as well. Yep. And cutting JJ three sucks, but I think compared, we have so much depth in the secondary this year. It's almost like an embarrassment of riches compared to where we were last year. Last year, you couldn't, if we cut somebody in the secondary, you were going to have to go play corner. Yeah, <laughs> there's nobody left. We were already on practice squad players. Yeah. Let's hope that we don't have to make any of these decisions like in the same year because we just cut JJ3 and Ron Harrison. <laughs> yeah. the yep. So let's hope I, that's not the case. And we're without Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in this yeah. scenario. I will say I like the I like the reports I'm hearing about JJ3 and, and his leadership that's already oh, yeah. showing up on the field, out of practice and stuff. I mean, the stuff he's saying about you know being ready to win and – the dude just, he looks the part. You know what I mean? He looks the part. He talks the part. I'm just excited to see training camp, preseason games, and I mean. I'm so excited for the season. How, how far away are we now? We're about, what, three it's months? It's a while. I kind of wish, I kinda wish the NFL could start in June. That way I wouldn't have to wish the summer away. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to training camp. I definitely want to get up to training camp. Yeah, we might have to try to do a show from training camp if we can or something. I don't know if they'll let us. We can, we can take our phones and hop on live. Uh, it's better than nothing. So, well, that one was pretty easy. We all agree on that one, right? Yeah. yeah. I think yep. that one was pretty easy. Uh, so this one, this one's a little tougher. So we went with three of our, our starting linemen, uh, keep cut trade teller wills or Betonio. Uh, I think there's a clear cut, yeah. but then the keeper, the trade, I think it's a little bit more, Do you want me to a go? little bit more sketch. Go ahead, Justin. I think you probably cut Betonio. Sad, but yeah, I think that you have to. Yes. And then it comes down to guard and tackle. I feel like left tackle left is tackle. more, tackle. more yes. important. So I, as much as Teller has been excellent, you know. So yeah. I, I see your logic there. Yeah. And I 100% my brain says that too. Yeah. But then I remember watching the Browns offensive line without Teller. So, yeah, no kidding. And we, it, they almost looked lost. It was. It's one of the few times in my life where I remember watching an NFL game and uh, an offensive lineman was missing, and you could noticeably tell. Yeah, and yeah. it was obvious that w- there was something wrong with uh, the line. He's one of the one only linemen I've ever seen get highlight replays during a game where they're like, "Watch, watch Wyatt Teller maul these." I mean, yeah. and he's just out there bull rushing people, knocking them to the ground. I'm like, yep. "This is crazy." And yeah, and I know it's. I mean. We drafted Wills, and he solidified that left tackle spot, and look what it did. But I'm I'm trading Wills, and I'm keeping Teller. I think – I mean, if, if we go out there and we say, hey, we're oper- offering up a second-year uh, left tackle who started, you know, almost every game last year and played really well, 
Hopefully, we'd get something back in return to replace him. Hopefully, at least the tenth round or the tenth pick of the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that you know, if you were in this situation and you had to make this decision this year, you know, and you weren't, and you were thinking about what contracts there are, and you know, and I think that if you had to make the, if Andrew Barry's sitting, he's like, man, we got to, we got to make this decision this year. He's cutting Batonio, which is would be heartbreaking for some Cleveland yeah, Browns absolutely. fans. Um, I think that he would have to keep Wills and he'd have to cut or uh, trade Teller because Teller's going to want big money. Wills is still on, you know, a rookie deal for the next three years, you know, so you got, you got that scenario that would play in. But as, yeah, you know, what we got last year from Teller, if you know, if you, if you look at it contract wise, I think that's what you'd have to do. I think that'd force your hand. If you're just, you know, okay, taking the money out of it, I would probably, I'd keep Teller too because he was such a difference maker and not even just like the pass block, but just the run. I mean, and just the, I think he was really opened up a bunch of holes, a bunch of lanes for Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt um, last year. And like Blake said, when he was out, you could tell, you know, that there was a significant difference uh, game to game with the Browns. Yeah, I'm, I was going to factor in contract too. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm going to stay with this. So I'm going to trade Teller because the big money is coming soon. Wills is only going into second year and we do have a fifth year option on him because he was a first round pick. So, and he's left tackle. I would just, I would shore that up and say, you know, for at least the next five years, we're anchored. Yeah. So I I get the argument. Quentin Nelson plays guard for the Colts. Do you think they let him go to keep their left tackle? Who is their left tackle? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. They they'd keep Quentin Nelson. That's that's kind of because I mean, in Wyatt Teller, he isn't just a really good guard. He's the best guard in the league. So, I, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. That we're we, saying we, we didn't know who's going to start. Last year, year we we're like, hopefully Wyatt Teller can come in and hopefully he can compete for this spot and win that starting job and in. It'd be funny to go back and like look at our episode when we were discussing that and seeing some of the other names we threw we threw yeah. out there of who it was going to be. Nick Harris has really got to come in here and just slide into <laughs> yeah. the guard spot and right. hold this who down. Who even knows if Teller's going to start? This Harris kid might. Come yeah, he might. Yeah, a little him. five foot four yeah. Nick Harris. I mean, it's but he's he's legit. He's the best guard in the league. I think it's yeah. funny because it was I forget when it was, but my wife was like, "Did you see? Do you know who that Cleveland Browns player is that was carrying the alligator over his shoulders?" <laughs> and I said. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, I do. We know that guy. <laughs> uh, so we'll move on here. This is uh, I added this late last night. Uh, so this is some of our other offensive pieces, and uh, we had to get some of our receivers involved in this. So keep cut trade Landry, OBJ, or Jack Conklin. Well, since you uh, you know you got to make this one up, <laughs> yep. why don't you go first? Yep. Um. This yep. so. <laughs> If you need help, let me know, man. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I I got to figure it out over here. Do you have a cut? Call me crazy. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep Conklin, trade OBJ, cut Landry. That's me. Yep. I'm okay with that. Hmm. Which is it's as a Browns fan, it's heartbreaking, right? I'm, right? I'm I'm hoping if we trade OBJ, we can get some other receiver to come in and and take the spot. So we'll have whatever receiver we get for that plus uh, DPJ and Higgins. I'm saying we've seen this Browns team without Jack Conklin, and it was awful. And um, and then Landry just kind of finds himself as the odd guy out. And this isn't factoring in linebacker, uh, locker room morale, 
right. what you it would to do to the team. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just thinking on purely like effect the player has yes. on his winning games. Well, and I think your your evaluation of this just shows how much more important offensive line is to this team than who's running around at receiver because of the way that when Baker's protected, he just finds the open guy. There is no preference. There's no, right. you know, this guy gets, you know, 13 targets a game. No, it's not like that. It's if you're open, you're getting turn around quick because that ball's there. Yeah, I mean, this scenario here would be terrible for the, Browns off, <laughs> for the Browns offense. It'd be awful. I mean, I think I, I see what you're saying with you're keeping Conklin, but on the other hand, I'm like, man, if we had to get rid of OBJ and Landry, that means we're running yeah. out there with Rashard Higgins and Schwartz. As we're our, in DPJ. At, yeah. in DPJ. We're talking about it. We're not even sure that like Higgins is a two on another team. Yeah, I mean, I just... I think that if I had to keep one of the wide receivers moving forward. We all know you're keeping Jarvis. I'm keeping Jarvis. I think that, and and I know we're not talking about team morale, but I just think that he does so much for the offense at the wide wide receiver position. OBJ obviously is better if he's healthy. He's obviously the better wide receiver, but is he healthy? Is he ever going to be healthy? You know, I, you got to get him more than seven, eight games out of a season out of mm-hmm. a guy you, you're going to keep. And I think you get that in Landry. Conklin, yeah, I, it would suck to get rid of the right tackle. But I think if you kept the other four intact, could you maybe get somebody in there and help? I mean, if you were able to keep Teller, he can hit two guys or something. Because, <laughs> because yeah, that'd probably be what he had to do. But I, I just don't think I could get rid of both wide receivers knowing what we have behind them. That's it was tough to th- to say that I was trying to think of possibility of getting something back for OBJ that we would be see able and to, that's to the other thing like slot. what do we get you know you right now get, what third what's fourth? his yeah what's his market well Julio value? Julio's getting you know a second right. I think Julio's market's probably bigger, bigger than, right now yeah. yeah bigger now than like when Odell left New York call obviously. me crazy but like <laughs> next year could be the OBJ and Jarvis both aren't on the team. I think that I mean, has seriously. a lot to do with how Schwartz develops throughout this year and going into next year, how confident they are in him. Draymond, I think I'm saying that right, Draymond Shepard on YouTube earlier this week commented and said, it's criminal how underrated Jarvis Landry is. And I said, I agree, and most importantly, he's always available. That's, and I, that's, that goes to what yeah. Zach was saying. And in this, in this you know, keep-cut trade scenario, I would actually keep uh, Jarvis. I would keep Jarvis because we got to have somebody leading that wide receiver core. I would actually try to trade OBJ because I think you can get more for him than you're probably going to get for Conklin. Yeah, and I think it'd be close because Conklin... It would be close. He's a premier right tackle. It depends on on who you're trading with and what they need, I guess. But I think you're probably getting similar offers probably there, depending on the team. And my feeling, and, and again, all these scenarios suck, but my feeling comfortable with the letting Conklin either trade or cut is we've got four other very solid linemen. And I feel very confident in this Browns front office and coaching staff, especially Callahan to mm-hmm. fill that right tackle spot and get somebody in there that's competent and can play well. Cause they did it last year with Blake Hans who signed in the morning, played that night. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. yeah some interesting things that I saw in an article actually about um, pieces, the Browns could add that could take them to the next level in upcoming years. And there's three players that they, had on there, you know what position all three players were? 
wide receiver. Yeah. Three players mm. that are out there that could be on the Browns' radar. And when I tell you these names, you, you might be thinking that are no, coming that are coming to the team, or yeah, that okay. could be yeah, that could be somebody the Browns are after in free agency. Let's hit to it. bring Let's in. See. All right, names that were mentioned: Cortland Sutton. I know he's coming off an ACL. I love that. Cortland Sutton I would from love Denver. That. Okay, you got Cortland Sutton was on the list. Michael Gallup from Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think okay. he gets overshadowed just because there's so and this many one, players there. Yeah. And this one on the list, I think because of some things that are going on with the team, and he's got a deal that's coming up, that's ending. This would be big money. You'd lose Jarvis and OBJ. You wouldn't be able to keep them. Devontae Adams. <sighs> okay, that one's interesting because of all the all the stuff going on in, yeah. in Green Bay. If they you get know, rid if, of Rodgers. If Rodgers leaves, Adams has already said he's out. I mean, in, in one form or another. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Yeah. yeah. So he could be, I mean, could you imagine being like, okay, well, Baker Mayfield's this younger, up-and-coming up quarterback, gunslinger type guy. You know, Cleveland's a great team right now. They got a good mm-hmm. culture, good head coach, offensive system. And he's used to playing. He's, he's not going to be worried about small market, bad Cold weather. weather, right. He's right. literally playing in a small yeah. market, bad weather worse. Right yeah, now. worse. Yeah. So... Man, Devontae Adams. I okay. love Jarvis and OBJ, but... <laughs> Would you trade Jarvis and OBJ straight up? No. For Adams? Both of them? Yeah. For mm. Adams straight up? Yes. If I Would knew you? that I was going to be able to... If I knew <laughs> that if I did that, Adams was inking the line saying he was in Cleveland for like the next six years. Probably. It's, no, it's worth thinking I, I love Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams next to... And then like DPJ, Schwartz, Higgins. I mean... <sighs> Man, so here's be, the thing. Devontae Adams is, I mean, they, they all know that he's going to the get guy. the ball every time. Yeah. And they and still, does, still they can't it. stop him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, but I'm, I read that article and I was like, man, could you imagine, you know, in a couple of years being, being, I mean, I think we're in a great time for the Cleveland Browns that we're winning a lot of, you know, all you hear is like positive things from the organization and that you're going to draw some of those free agents that want yeah. to come to Cleveland where in the last two decades, yeah. nobody wanted to come here. You know, nobody wanted to come to Cleveland. You know, it was a, like we've said it before. It was like your retirement destination. I'll go to Cleveland, make $10 million, and then I'll be done for after that year. And what, what helps, I think, with that is, one, there's a salary cap in the NFL. So even though you, teams can make big offers, it's not like the NBA or MLB where one team can go – 200 million over the next team any the next closest team to offer somebody Two, the Browns have a super nice facility. Mm-hmm. So if you can just get the guy to your facility, you have a good shot at locking them up just because I know it's the NFL and all the places are nice, but the Browns are known. I mean, they have like a, a top notch uh, facility and then three we're up and coming and everybody knows it. I mean, John Johnson took less money to come here. Yeah. That's, that's what's so cool right now is look at the players that are choosing choosing to come to the Browns. You know what I mean? And yep. it's just a completely different culture, different feel. Man, now I mean, you got me thinking Devontae Adams out there. Yeah, and this is Ooh. all free agents. It says, you know, three free agent wide receivers in 2022. Hmm. That's so very soon. Next year. So are we all rooting for the Packers to trade Rodgers now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I could care less about Aaron Rodgers for real. I, I'm so tired <laughs> of hearing about that guy on TV. I'm, I, I just don't care. I don't care. I'm just saying, I honestly if trading think, him helps us somehow get Devontae Adams. Yeah, I hope he retires because then I don't have to worry about that week, what, 12, 13 game or whatever it Christmas, is. Yeah, yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas, yeah, that, that's one game that I'm like, oh, hey, can't wait to see Jordan Love 
versus Miles Garrett out there. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Or Blake Bortles. Dude, I, just real quick, I keep seeing stuff like on ESPN about they're, they're talking, Jordan Love takes first team reps. Yeah. Did Packers you see anything about that? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like no kidding. Good. Who else is going to take They the- said, oh, Tuesday, he was wildly inconsistent. All he could do yeah. was the drop down. Wednesday, shows big arm. Great long. Yeah. It down, yeah, okay. But that's just what got me is the, the cool. headline. Takes first team reps. Is Blake Bortles yeah, taking them? Because Rodgers isn't there. He yeah. has to. Like, it's not a story. Right. I don't know. He, they're making it a story because he just was like, I'm they really excited. I'm about. very ready for week one. I'm like, can't wait, bro. <laughs> Yeah. They, they should have done some keep cut trades. It would have been better to talk. Yeah, about. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Unless you guys can think of any off the spot, that's all of them. So oh, I think that I think that was a good. I I love doing the keep trade cuts, but it's so hard. It's heartbreaking. It's, it is because. But the nice thing is when it's all said and done, you get to sit back and say, we don't have to worry about this because we've got all these guys. I feel like we're going to catch a lot of hell for some of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if people take it honestly and they really think about it, what would you do? Out there. And I'm okay with you got to think you do. Yeah, you got to, I mean, and you can't think with like, oh, you know, who's your favorite player out of them, you know, because, I mean, that's not realistic when you're doing this type of. Nick Chubb would be playing in some cases, all three are your favorites, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, good luck picking a favorite between Baker, Chubb, and Ward. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I love all three of those guys. Yeah. So, um, well, hey. A little bit of a quicker episode today, but I think Justin's got some. Yeah, I'm going to Cleveland to see dinosaurs. Yeah, so nice. yeah, we gotta get <laughs> Cleveland's gonna be nice there. weather for yeah, you. Yeah, my daughter's gonna lose her mind. Very excited. <laughs> You're gonna lose your mind. I probably will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs. Let us know what you thought about our keep cut trades in the comments, or leave us a voicemail. We'd love to play some voicemails next week. Uh, we promise we're gonna have Chad from ESPN Radio on soon, so keep an eye out for that episode. Uh, we're just building anticipation, getting you guys all pumped up for that one. Uh, remember to check out our Patreon. We're going to be putting up our first content this week. Uh, and thanks for checking us out, and we'll see you guys all next week. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.